Welcome to Wealth Made Simple with Shaz, where you'll learn how to master your money through business, property, and tax saving strategies. Your host has collectively helped his clients make tens of millions of pounds in additional profits through these strategic approaches to business. Introducing Shaz Nawaz, an award-winning chartered accountant, property tax expert, entrepreneur, and property investor. You you were going to continue with the traits that money likes, because obviously all, all about property and property likes money and property takes money. Absolutely. So we we talked about this not too long ago, and I shared a few traits and i think it's important for our listeners and viewers to understand uh that although money doesn't have a consciousness per se uh, and it doesn't talk it doesn't walk per se there's no physical being to it but it does uh, flow it does flow uh and it flows in a particular direction for a particular reason uh which is very different to how humans and people behave it behaves in a very different way uh, and money is consistent uh, in the way that it behaves and in the way that it flows and moves and once we can understand those reasons uh, and uh, adopt and adapt to them uh, there's a higher likelihood and a bigger chance that we'll be able to attract more money into our lives uh, and it's important kiran that i focus on the word attract uh so chasing after money doesn't work being desperate to get more money doesn't work but creating an ecosystem around you let's say a bit like a magnet which attracts money through the positive traits that we're sharing uh, on this particular episode uh is going to help people get more money in their lives and money isn't just about being centered and focused solely on money because as we've talked about on uh, different episodes and shows uh, that you know money is a consequence of doing the right things at the right time in the right way for the right reasons success leaves clues with the right people people exactly so i i think sometimes people some people at least anyway tend to misunderstand that somebody who's done well in life uh that they are fully money focused or money orientated uh, and i think nothing can be further from the truth because as you get to know those people you'll see that they are more purpose driven they have a particular vision and because they're doing things in a particular manner uh they tend to attract more success and more money in their lives so this particular episode isn't about making everybody focus on you know uh just money itself money is a consequence of doing the right things i think I, that's very important yeah i th- i think that's interesting because i think you find um i think it was i want to say bill gates but i could be wrong don't quote me on this but he said that he focuses all his efforts on making the world a better place making changes happen influencing those changes and things like that and although he's built his entire empire and you know he has a vast amount of wealth he doesn't consider money to be part of who he is or his understand he obviously understands business and money inside that side of things but money doesn't affect him 
and he doesn't think about it. If he goes out and he wants to do good, he does good. Yeah, he goes out and he sets up yeah his foundations and stuff like. And yes, in the background, all of these things take money, but they that all that money that he puts towards that is a result of the predictable, repeatable success stratagems that he has followed over the course of his his career. Because, and that's interesting because money or the pursuit of money itself can become a very oblique goal. Because if you think about it, let's say somebody who's earning £30,000, okay, uh, wants to have more money in their lives because they want a slightly better car or somewhat better car, somewhat better house, uh, can afford to go on a holiday or a couple of holidays a year and wants and works out that basically they need £80,000 a year uh, uh, and some possibly. And if they make money the only goal, maybe when they get to 50000 or 60000 they think, I'm kind of getting bored with this. I've got most of what I wanted. And this isn't exciting. It's not energetic. It's not it's fulfilling. Not, it's not fulfilling. It, it, it's not in line with their personal flow. So you get bored. You get tired. Uh, and some people, again, might find that difficult to comprehend right now because they might not be in that particular situation. But uh, as you know, I've come across a lot of people in the last uh, 21 years of being in business uh, who perhaps started off by saying, okay, having a bit more money or quite a bit more money uh, is what they want. And as, they, as they've developed their mindset uh, and as they've grown as an individual, they've realized a particular pattern correlation, Kieran, uh, that they tend to do well when they focus on outcomes, when they focus on solutions, as opposed to being primarily focused on making more money. Uh, so people soon change that particular mindset and then have a particular purpose and the word purpose and the word passion as you know are overused and sometimes possibly misused so i don't want to use those cliche terms but having a reason why you do what you do when you get up every morning is uh more likely to keep you going uh than just the pursuit of money it's in itself yeah it's the, it's the pursuit of happiness not the pursuit of money Money can't buy happiness. You could have all the money in the world and still be miserable. It does, mate. I mean, there is the old cliche of I'd rather cry in my Ferrari than, you know, in any other car. But the sen the sentiment is still if, you've, if you're not fulfilling your life, your dream, your goals, and you are pursuing something other than what is in align with you – and your mindset will change as as you grow and as you you might start off dedicated to the 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 goal of money but as you grow um you'll you'll again success leaves clues as you develop as you grow your mindset grows as your mindset grows you start looking at things differently as you look at things differently you start changing your progress you start changing your focus your prioritization your prioritization starts to be more in line with who you are as a human being, what you want to achieve, what your goals are, what yeah, the absolutely, but focus is. Yeah, absolutely. And But money can buy you lots of things that make you happy temporarily or sometimes medium term, possibly sometimes long term. So whether it's that red Ferrari moment that you were talking about earlier or it's something else that people want, you know, uh, money can 
as help you achieve those things. But my, I guess, big takeaway uh, for this particular episode is money is a fantastic slave and a really horrible master. So don't ever make it your master. Use it what it was created for, which is a mean of a means of exchange. It's a tool. Okay. Yeah, don't get into this particular uh, position where you end up being somebody who worships money and thinks everything evolves and revolves around money because it doesn't. Absolutely. Some of the most unhappiest people in the world, Kieran, are those who have a lot of money. This is true. And I think another thing worth mentioning whilst, whilst we're on, you know, happy, unhappy people, people with money, people without money, is there is a large portion of lottery winners that end up being broke again because they didn't have the right mindset to keep hold of the money they won. It was there for a fleeting instance and then it went because it wasn't. they weren't in flow with the traits money likes. You just spoiled one of my traits, Kieran. I'm so sorry. You've done it again, haven't you? <laughs> it's almost like I read the script beforehand. Somehow you you're in tune with what I'm about to say, aren't you? Uh, maybe. maybe. I'm, I've got to spend less time with you. That's what I've got to do. Spend less time with Kieran. Sp- spend less. Motto for the day. Educate Kieran less. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, should we cover off some more of the traits that money likes? Absolutely. I'll. I'll after you, my friend. Okay. So a trait that I think we can all. Uh, use more of and adopt more of is having a positive attitude and here I'm not talking about hugging trees uh, and I'm not talking about being woo-woo and just being warm fluffy and fuzzy by the way okay but uh, as you've heard me say before Kieran it's easy to be negative that's why we have so many negative people in the world Okay, it's easy to moan and groan about how everything's unfair and things aren't working too well. Well, I like moaning, Shaz. Uh, We're going to have to change that, Kieran, and and I'm going to have to inject some positive attitude in you because money gravitates towards people who have a positive attitude towards wealth, financial abundance, okay, and many other things that come with it. So having a positive can-do attitude about life uh, is more attractive to money than being negative uh, because a negative attitude repels money. A positive attitude helps you to attract money. Yeah, I I, I would agree with that. And when we're positive, um, and I'm sure if, if you'd cast your mind back to some of the times you've been negative, uh, you probably haven't performed at your best when you've been positive about something and things don't quite work out because I'm, I'm not saying when you're positive, everything's going to fall into place uh, and, the, and the world's going to be a better place. But because you're in a positive place, you'll see things differently. And when you come across hurdles, blockages, challenges, you'll think, okay, how do we now find a route around this? Okay, and try and get to where we want to get to, as opposed to saying, damn, this hasn't quite worked. I knew it wasn't going to work. I knew it was a bad idea. The people around me aren't good. This isn't working. That isn't working. Blame the economy. Blame, blame the government. 
Blame Blame anyone but myself. The banks, exactly. Okay, so you've just got to have that positive attitude that this is a test, this is a gift. What can I learn from it? And how can I move forward and work towards achieving my goal? Because as you know, okay, most people are a 20, 30, 40 year overnight success and not a five minute overnight success. Yeah, I mean, uh, flash in the pan, overnight success. I don't think, aside from, you know, a buy one ticket, win one lottery winners. I don't think anyone is in the history of the world is an overnight success. Everything is yeah, always. And yeah, and let's make no mistake about it. Okay, whatever people's personal uh, thoughts about this are, if most people were given a huge amount of money irrespective of where it comes from, for, from, for those who are okay with obviously playing the lottery, we'll do that. Uh, for those who it's against their personal principles and beliefs uh, and ethos or ethics, uh, if they receive an inher- inheritance, okay, seven, eight, nine, ten figure form, uh, sum, I'm sure most will accept it gladly. But the problem is this, when you strive and work towards something and it takes you days, weeks, months, years, decades, it's not the money that gets you to where you want to get to. It's the attitude and the things that you learn on the way, the education, the journey that helps you to maintain that particular persona and helps you maintain your wealth and uh, preserve your wealth. Now, giving somebody who isn't good with money, giving them a million pounds, isn't going to make them any better with money. In fact, they, they're going to carry on doing what they've been doing since day dot. And they'll, as you've said, they'll probably blow that money in a very short period of time. And you give the same amount to somebody who's, let's say, got 10, 15, 20 years of experience of managing money, managing finances, managing people, managing businesses, okay, managing a family, for example, because not everybody ha- has a business, but managing, being responsible for something, give them a million pounds and they'll behave very differently because they've learned certain tricks, traits, characteristics, behaviors that will have put them in a better place to manage that money. Absolutely. And I think there's also a degree of, um, should have taken a note because my mind's just gone blank. No, the you give you give someone money, they're always going to make the same mistakes they've always made, and I think that's very telling. When because I'm sure you know everyone everyone has this conversation in their friendship groups at some point or another. If I was given a million pound, what would you do with it? And the first things you know, people are always like, oh, cleared clear debt if I have any debt, you know, buy a house, buy a car, buy buy this, buy that, buy the other. And and you notice with, with the majority of people, it's always I would buy, I would buy, I would buy, I would buy, I would buy. There's a, a much smaller group of people where if you when you say to them and you have that conversation, you know, and you and I have had that conversation, you know, if someone were to give just give us, you know, a million pound what would you do with it? The first words aren't buy, they're invest. Absolutely, because I think the majority of people uh, get the fact that money makes money. Uh, and if you're smart about it, you say, okay, how do I invest this 
let's call it capital for want of a better expression. How do I invest this capital so I preserve this and then do two things with it? One is create some form of a return that will help me sustain and improve my lifestyle. And the second thing is, how do I now increase the capital so the value of this increases over time because if it doesn't then it's going to obviously let's use the word depreciation okay because money will be worth a pound today is worth less than a pound say 20 years ago yes yes, uh, yes. so 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 they want that pound or the, that million pounds to appreciate in value and as, as it appreciates in value then your return becomes bigger as well because say 10 percent of a million, okay, it's less than 10% of one and a half million. So you increase that capital and in return, your return on investment grows in proportion. But that, that all comes down to mindset. If you are of the mindset that if someone gave you a million pounds, you would go and buy your boat, buy your car, buy your house, buy your family a house, buy your brother a house, buy your sister a house. And then at the end of it, you've spent a million. And buying houses, it's very easy to spend a million pound. Um, Absolutely. Uh, I think most people, Kieran, haven't had that financial education or the exposure uh, or haven't been in that environment to understand that investing in a particular way, okay, earns you a particular return. Because if you speak to most people, and it's not their fault, by the way, they don't know where to invest, where to start. How to do it? Do they buy a property? Do they loan somebody uh, some money and charge interest, for example, if that's in line with their personal beliefs? Uh, do they buy stocks and shares? Do they invest in, in, in art? Do they buy classic cars? And there's so many. Do, do they put their money in crypto? Do they buy gold or silver? Okay. There's so many other options uh, alongside these. Do they invest in a business? Do they become an angel investor? Do they start a, a new business? They just people don't know how they have all these options, and, and when they do have the the options, they don't know which one to pursue because they've never had the training to uh, be able to do that. And that leads me to the second uh, trait that I want to share today, which is having the confidence, because money likes people who have the confidence and the ability to both create and manage wealth and manage their finances but to also have the confidence and a particular aura about them uh, to feel successful. Because confidence, Kieran, is a small village that sits just south of a city called Arrogance. Yes. So we should never be arrogant, but we should just sit below Arrogance, okay? Enough below it, so we're nowhere near it, but uh, we're very confident under our own skin about our own abilities in terms of investing money, making money, understanding finances, understanding wealth, understanding how to preserve wealth, understanding how to create intergenerational wealth. Uh, so all of those things are important. But, but how, 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 how do we know that, how do we know in, in ourselves the difference between being arrogant and being confident? Because for some people, some people mistake confidence for arrogance. And some people mistake arrogance for confidence. How can we be sure that we're not moving our homestead further, further north into that city? I think if you asked most people, you now, can you think of the last time that you were 
being inappropriate uh, in terms of your behavior, uh, where you felt you you let yourself down, I think most people will be able to share an example, if not more than one example. So the difference between confidence and arrogance, in my view, is this. Arrogance is where you think you know it all, where you think nobody should challenge you, where you think whatever you say, okay, goes and people should listen to you for whatever reason. Confidence is having the ability to share your ideas, your thoughts, your vision, but at the same time having the ability to incorporate, listen to other people's feedback and say, I've got something to learn as well, but at the same time I can share something with you where you can learn too. So it's having, uh, it's, it's difference between being on a one-way street and a two-way street. Confidence is a two-way street. Arrogance is a one-way street where you're saying, I'm on the highway and I'm going at my own speed. I don't care whether I hurt you, upset you, disappoint you or leave you in tears. I know what I'm talking about and this is how it's going to work. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I can see that. I can see that. I think um, I was told something many years ago and I do think it's true. Um, and it's confidence is the key to everything and confidence is the key to everything. Yep. Now, most, most people don't understand the difference between the two phrases, but there is, there is a difference. And, um, and I think that that is, is very, very important that, you know, you can be confident without being arrogant and you can be comfortable with yourself. Comfort be comfortable enough to listen and not take offense just because someone disagrees with you. Be able to know your own mind and know your own choices. And when challenged, be able to hold to that challenge and justify why you believe what you believe or say what you say with the ability to listen back and go, that's a valid point. I will take that on board and incorporate that. Or that's not, a, I disagree with that because X, Y, and Z, have you thought about it this way? Absolutely. Okay, so, Absolutely. What's, so what's next on our list then? The next one, which I think is very, very important, and we've kind of touched on it without touching on it, is responsibility. So money likes people who take responsibility for their f finances, for the way that they manage their finances, for the way that they look after their money, okay, for the way that they take responsibility for their decisions. And remember the word responsibility, Kieran, is the ability to be able to respond in any particular given situation. So you look in the mirror and you take responsibility for everything that's happened, whether you think it's your fault or not, it's your partly you're doing because you're in a particular situation because you took a particular step or action and then you weren't able to, okay, change direction uh, because you either didn't see something coming or you didn't take the time to review and assess the situation. So you take responsibility for everything that goes right or wrong in your life. But when it goes right, you give the people around you credit for the support they gave you. When it goes wrong, you look in the mirror and think, what could I have done differently or better? And I, whenever I have that conversation with myself, I always go, yeah, 
there was a lot I could have done different. I learned a lot from that situation. Yeah, I mean, a, a really good example, uh, and you and I have talk, talked about this before, uh, is, you know, you there's a documentary on Netflix, which I strongly recommend everybody to watch. Well, in fact, there's more than one documentary, as you know, but one which is linked to this, which is uh, about Bernie Madoff. Yeah? Yes, and the, the Bernie Madoff. Yeah, and people are ending up in tears, and they're crying, and they're upset, uh, and they've lost their inheritance, and they've lost all uh, their savings. And truly, Kieran, I feel sorry for those people. But then I, then I also think, you know, how naive were you to actually buy in to something which was too good to be true? Did you not for a moment look around you and say, okay, this person is offering X return, whereas everybody else is offering a Y return, and the Y return in a direct is competition correlation much, much and comparison lower. is inferior. And I'm sure, of, of course, you know, there are certain things that are outside your control, uh, which we don't need to go into today. But for the majority of things, we can take control. Uh, and it was, I believe, Earl Nightingale who said, we're all self-made. But it's only the rich who admit it. Yes. No, and and I just, I just thought when I first heard that, I thought, you know what? How true is that? Especially, obviously, looking at thinking about uh, reflecting on the traits that I've shared showed so far on money in this episode and on a previous episode. Okay, uh, it all comes down to personal responsibility for everything that's in your control that you can control and then think and the things that you can't control which i was linking to obviously bernie made up earlier on uh which is if something's too good to be true then it is too good to be true and we should always take things with a pinch of salt and you and i talked a lot about this in terms of the positive benefits of negative planning so thinking about everything that could possibly go wrong okay and then having a plan b c and d for it Okay, so that if that thing were ever to happen, at least you've thought about it and you're mentally prepared, if nothing else. But in terms of negative thinking, what we weren't saying is to have a negative attitude. What we were saying is to plan for the worst. Yeah. And uh, I mean, in planning for the worst, one of my favorite phrases is, well, okay, plan A didn't work, plan B didn't work, plan C didn't work. I mean... I'm just very, very grateful that uh, the alphabet has 26 letters. You've got plenty of opportunities, 26 <laughs> of them at least. Yeah, yeah. At, at, at the very minimum. And then after that, then, you know, then I'm going to I'm going to switch to the Greek alphabet and, and add, a, you know, Omega on there. And, and uh, then then we're going to switch to the Chinese alphabet and then the Japanese alphabet and then the characters. And then. No, yeah. you're not. Kieran, then you uh, after you get to age or, or somewhere and you think. You know what? Let me look in the mirror. Maybe there's something wrong with me, or maybe I'm doing something wrong. So yeah. maybe that's when personal responsibility kicks in. Maybe, maybe, maybe yeah. I, sh I shouldn't be planning so far ahead. Maybe I should look in the mirror first. <laughs> yeah, because if you get to Z, Kieran, and that uh, the penny doesn't drop and it doesn't dawn on you, then I'll feel personally responsible that I haven't done enough to support and assist you. By the way, so don't ever put me in that situation, will you? I, 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 I promise not to put you in that situation. Okay. 
Just, well, just, we'll, just don't get to Z. We won't get to get, Z. Get to Y, but I'll don't get, get, get to, to Y. <laughs> we'll stop at Y. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Wealth Made Simple. You can follow and contact Shaz on the Facebook pages Entrust Property Tax and The Profits Wizard. You can also find Shaz on LinkedIn, YouTube and Instagram. Alternatively, email him at shaz at aa-accountants.co.uk. Build your wealth by mastering money.